What up, what up, what up, everybody? It is Anita Love to Hate to Hate coming to you guys from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It is Wired, What It Is News Wednesday. Yes, God is good. He continues to bless me. My family is blessed. And well, you know, another day above ground is always a blessing. Thank you for your time, your ear. Thank you. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And on this Wired, What It Is News Wednesday, I just have a few topics that interest me and some Q&A questions and I'm actually going to do two segments of the Q&A question because it's one question um, that I have 15 ways to help you be a stronger person because someone asked me a question pertaining to that Um, but tune in with me you guys all that good stuff with that question all that yes honey Um, thank you I have to tell you, thank you. I have to tell you, thank you to the listeners, Mr. G. Wynn. Thank you. I'm ready. Let's get this started. You know what I'm talking about. Mr. E, thank you for pushing me to continue to stick with it. Um, my family and friends that do support me and that do encourage me. All my haters, thank you too. I appreciate it as well. Um, I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm happy and all that stuff. I, I struggle with things just like the next person, but... I'm good. Trust and believe that I'm good. But I had to thank you guys because you keep encouraging me and keep giving me that positive. Even when I feel doubtful, like, should I keep doing this? Maybe not. Maybe I am offending people. Maybe I'm just looking at it through my eyes and not there. So maybe that's why I feel the way I feel. But I always felt like if I'm not doing anything intentionally to hurt a person, why family and friends can't support you? And I just have to continue to tell myself, not everybody going to support you and be there for you. So you have to keep going. And sometime on the next part of your journey, the people that started with you will not be, be there with you next journey, the next part, the final destination, or however you want to word it. And so I have to accept that. But thank you. I appreciate your time and your energy, your support, your encouragement. It does mean a lot to me. I thank you. So... It is time to get into this, you guys. Let's get started. Shimmy Her will be right back with Around the World News. And excuse the noise because I'm actually walking in to, um, to work, as I always do. You guys, be patient. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, all right, all right. I am back with more Around the World News. This is the 2018 Made in America Festival. Nicki Minaj, Meek Mill, and more are slated for the 2018. Nicki Minaj, Post Malone, Diplo, Janelle Monet, Miguel, Fat Joe, and more are set to perform in the Philadelphia September 1st through the 2nd, 2008 for the Made in America Festival. Now, Post Malone and Nicki Minaj has been deemed the headliners. The real treat will be the Post Lockup performance. Meek Mill is set to blaze Philly stages with. And after a very tumultuous few years in the media, it's safe to say hometown show will be just what Philly needs to get its front man back into the good grace of the world. However, there may be one Philly, one person in Philly who isn't psyched to see the dreams and nightmares MC Nicki Minaj. 
Meek's ex. And fellow MIA performer went through a very public breakup a few years back. And we're not sure if things are copacetic between the two. On the bright side, the duo has plenty of time to patch things up before September. And it's clear that individually, their focus has been on making a major comeback in music, leaving less energy for the stunting on my ex mentality. Now, we'll see how it goes down in September. For most hip-hop hearts, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj will be enough to satisfy one musical-based, bumpy musical palette. But the good folks at MIA has also slated Zed, uh, Alicia, um, Cara, Six Black, Belly, Ty, Dollar Sign. Oh, my God, what's wrong with me? Rich, The Kids, Sabrina, Claudio, Jesse Reeves, Louis The Child, um, Snake Chips, um, St. John, Jay Park, Aesop, um, 12, Cashmere Cat, um, White Reaper, Show Me the Body, Cold Orange, um, uh, Shoreline, Mafia, um, Lost Kings, Fourth Wonders. Oh my God, there's so many. It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot that's going to be performed. Tickets go on sale Friday, June 8th, and there are special discounts for the title members. Um, you can't make it out to Philly. Fear not. The whole shebang will be streaming live on the title.com. Um, just saying. So don't get all copacetic and stressful. It's still going to come your way. All right. Men are magically drawn to women with certain qualities. Do you know what makes men incredibly attractive to women? As as guys look at things, and as I've talked to guys, they have admit that one of the things that they are attracted to is a woman's butt. But even more, they are attracted to our sparkle and confidence. Um, personally, I think it is crazy and downright small-minded when men judge a woman based on uh, small butts. It's sad, but true. But if a man feel more confident and therefore more attractive, then by all means, go after him. And if a woman feels more confident and more attractive, then I say, by all means, enhance those assets and make them bigger. Because it's just like makeup and, you know, putting on your beautiful eyes. That's, that's the way I look at it. I'm not a fan of going under the knife, especially when there are natural approaches you can take. Yes, I know, you know, women who have filled out their chest one or two sizes, cup sizes, and uses some simply yet effective techniques. And I've never seen them more confident. But I say, do you go get it, have fun, enjoy all that good stuff. I'm not knocking you. It's just not for me. But at some point, I would think that a man would want a woman with a brain to go along with it. But that's just my opinion. So don't crucify me for that. You guys don't go anywhere. She, me, her will be back with Q&A. Yes, that's what I said. Break time. Break, break, break time. All right, Q&A, Q&A. First question is from Tommy Salas. I think my daughter is too heavy, but whenever I talk about her weight, she gets upset. She's 5'3 and weighs 125 pounds, but why does she get upset when I try to help her? Because you are attacking her. Everything's like, honey, I'm concerned about your weight. It's past aggressive if you say it like it's her fault. Also, five, 125 at 5'3 is not overweight. Go get your facts straight. 
And if I was her, I wouldn't want to talk to you about my weight either. How you know she's not already feeling insecure or feeling some type of way about her weight? You know what, parents? I understand that you want your child to be like the talk. Everybody want to be in a... Fuck that. Let your child be a child and let them be whoever they're going to be in the image that God created them to be. And stop attacking. Love her. With all of her five, 325 pounds. Shit. Moving on. Why do my in-laws interfere in my life? This is from um, Boo, Boo Bryant. Why do my in-laws interfere in my life? Why do they want me to change myself for them? My mother-in-law never loved me as a mother since the day I entered her house. She humiliates me and searches a topic to fight when my partner has has his holiday. Um... Well, you said they're in my, in, 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 you entered into their house. So from what I'm understanding, you're living with them, her house. You're living in her house, on her turf, under her roof. You're married to her son. Her, 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 her. That's the problem. You don't need to be there. And mothers like that going to always find a problem with you. She doesn't like you. She doesn't think you're good enough for her son. I'm being honest. That's what it sounds like to me. And if I was married to her son, we wouldn't be fucking living under her roof. First of all, I'm not going to marry a man that can't have me, even if it's an apartment, under my own roof. Like, come on. Like, no. Uh Uh-uh. Get your own place and let it go. Some parents... Do mothers do not know how to let their sons go? They baby their sons. Their sons are mama boys. And if you're living on the roof and he's anything like a mama boy or the mama or it's the way you're saying she is, that you're not your marriage is not gonna survive. I'm just saying. She doesn't like you, and she's not ever gonna let that son grow up and and let him go until he leave from under her roof. And he he addresses whatever issues with his mother. I'm just saying. Those are my 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 little tidbit take it if you want to i personally don't care but first of all y'all need to get your asses out her house i'm just saying why do narcissists run away um this is from eva uh why do narcissists run away well i I don't know what type of narcissist are you talking about i mean if you're talking about the relationship then i can answer that part because some narcissist is an immature kid trapped in an adult body and mindset who never grow up emotionally. And so that's why. Now, if you're talking about something that you have to be more specific. So a lot of times they're immature kids trapped in an adult body and their mindset is just, just still childlike. They never grow up. They don't know how to grow up. So how do you become strong as a person? Um, focus on the moment. The challenges that come along from time to time are a test of your willingness to continue to fight and to stay strong. Love yourself. Know yourself. Learn yourself. Understand yourself. Trust yourself. Feel secure with yourself. Um, take accountabilities for your action. Um, allow constructive criticism. Um, work on the things that you want to accomplish in life for school, for um, more education, 
Um, I have 15 effective ways to become more mentally strong, but I'm going to do that on another segment. So I'm going to come back and finish answering this question for you later. Okay? I'm going to come back. All right. Next question from Don. Why don't people respect stay-at-home moms anymore? Probably because most people have no clue what a stay-at-home mom actually does all day. It's not sitting around and watching TV and eating chocolates. And so they listen to what people say about, oh, moms don't do anything. They just sit there. Because there are some women that are stay-at-home moms and they're lazy as shit. They don't clean up. They don't take care of the children. They don't do none of that. They just spend the money and half-ass around the house. But you know how many stay-at-home moms that are stay-at-home moms and that's a full-time job? Doctor's appointment, cooking and cleaning, uh, taking care of the babies, running errands, m- m- paying the bills, um, all types of emergencies. Like, it's a lot that goes into it. Then on top of all that, you are the boss, the supervisor, and you never get a day off. You never get a day off. So it's a lot that goes into it. But the reason people don't respect it, because people don't know what all people do, stay-at-home moms do, and they don't care. I was a stay-at-home mom, and I know how hard it is, mentally, emotionally, and physically. And sometimes it takes a toll on people. But that's why. And, and I say to those people, fuck them. Ignore them. Is it better to have a parent who is too strict or a parent who gives their teen a lot of freedom? I had strict, strict parents. And when they divorced, things changed, this and that or whatever. And I ended up getting pregnant young. Um, I was a strict parent. And nobody under my watch got pregnant in high school. Nobody. Every last one of them went to college. The baby's in college now. I'm just saying. So I think it depends on the mother, the child, and what type of freedom um, you're giving them. So I'm not going to paint this picture like every parent that gives their child room is harbor parents or they too um, free with their kids or anything like that because I don't believe that. However, I do feel like you can give them too much and they'll take advantage of it and things happen and, you know, before you know it's too far gone. But that's not with every parent. Um, I, it just depends on the parents, the structure of what of that room, that space, and what type of child that this that they are. All that plays a part in it. But I'm going to come back and I'm going to answer that question later. So you guys stick with me. You come back, tune in with me, and I'm going to answer that that previous question. And I hope the questions, the answers help you guys as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, I'll be back. It's your girl. I need a love to hate to hate. You come back and tune back in with me later, people. Yes, on this wired what it is news. Yes. And Q&A questions. Man, the
you guys I came back to reiterate this question um, about how do you become strong as a person and I said there were 15 ways that I feel these are just my opinions that can mentally strengthen you or shall I say keep you mentally strong um, the first one is focus on the moment. And the reason I said it makes you strong because you're, the, the challenge that come along from time to time are a test of your willingness to, to stretch and change. And so the worst thing you could do is to ignore the situation or maybe um, procrastinate in developing um, the solution. So the challenge is here and the difficult is now, if you understand what I just said. So when you focus your energy on the present moment um, and, and, and try not to lose what is right before you. And when you focus on the moment, you come to realize what you have the most power to make things right for you in, in your life. Number two, embrace adversity because mental strength gives us the ability to see the obstacles that's in our path as, as stepping stones. So when we encounter struggles, and trust me, we all do, and anybody say that they don't, they lie, we can be inspired by the knowledge that is not a dead end, but kind of like a, a path um, to like a deeper knowledge and understanding. Um, number three, exercise your mind. 
Um, because it's just like your muscles. Like, your mind needs to be exercised to gain, to gain strength. And growth and development takes consistent work. And if you have not pushed yourself recently or lately, you might not be growing as much as you can. And mentally, strength is built through lots of small wins. Um, it's maintained through the, the choices that we make every day. Um, so, it's like when you take on daily tasks, that stretches your mental endurance because you you got to figure out a game plan you got to figure out a plan b you got to think it all the way through that's what i mean by that um challenge yourself um albert einstein once said that one should not pursue goals that are easily achieved one must develop an instinct for what one can just barely achieve through one's greatest efforts so underestimating who you are and playing is safe you hold yourself back from success. When you believe in yourself and your abilities, what you're capable of, you can often go way beyond what you can possibly imagine. Um, try to respond posit positively. I'm not good at that all the time, so I'm not gonna tell you that it's gonna be easy because I struggle with that. But I learned that you cannot control everything that comes your way. But you are in absolute control of how you react to everything that comes your way that you encounter. So what happens to you is important, but not as important as your response to what happened to you. So incredible progress can happen in your life and leadership when you take control of your reactions to situations. Um, be mindful. I, I use that all the time on my podcast. Be mindful and be considerate of other people and other things but in this situation what I mean when I say be mindful I just mean taking control of your focus and being intentional about what you give your attention to rather it's an emotion rather it's a thought um if it's a belief even if it's an impulse or or, or something in the environment whatever mindfulness calls us to a, a approaching everything with a curious non-judgmental open-minded and like an accepting attitude um, to be the most resilient and to be mentally strong make the time to be mindful so you can focus on what you truly want um, like I said I struggle with that all the time so I'm not going to paint this picture like oh my god you just do this and it's just going to happen I'm not going to tell you that um, number seven don't be defeated by fear to be resilient and mentally strong means knowing how to deal with fear. And when you enter frightening, scary, frustrating situations with the awareness that it's an opportunity for you to grow as a person, as an individual, um, trust outweighs that fear. From my experience, so I can't speak for everybody, but for me, um, it, it's, it, it outweighs it. And I learned that the hard way. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, number eight, be aware of self-talk. Because we often be so busy worrying about how we talk to others that we sometimes lose track of the way we talk to ourselves. We don't even think about it. We, so I say make a point of being as positive and supportive of yourself as you are to others. Because when times get tough, you have to be able to believe you can make it through that tough time. So replace that self-doubt with a lot of positivity because like with school I struggle 
with going back. I struggle with me understanding math. Um, and I notice that when I constantly say, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this, I get even more overwhelmingly stress whamly. I get overwhelmed with stress and um, I get frustrated. And when I'm frustrated and people are trying to help me and I get a tutor that's trying to help me, they can't help me because I'm in my head and I've, I've got all this, you know, this doubt that's going on. So, you know, I, I that's another flaw of mine that I still struggle with. Like I said, I'm human. You know, but I noticed that when I'm proactive with doing those things, it works for me. Um, get rid of that I can't. Get rid yourself of can't. I always say can't is not a word. And when my daughter uses it, my nieces use it or whatever, I tell them that's not a word. So I don't know what that means. Because when you feel like you can't do something, you, you keep your that focus stay on what you feel like you can't do. So if you keep your focus positive and you just you just do it. It allows you to to just be able to focus on doing it and not thinking about I can't. The mentally strong weed out the words can't never uh and I think we all should replace it with oh yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I, I could do that too. Mm -hmm. I can. When I need to do that, words like that and just practice it and practice it. And um, even when you get at your lowest and, you, and that doubt start consuming you, take some time to yourself. Relax, relate, release, get a massage, petty on Medicare, petty on Medicare. I'm very tongue-tied this afternoon. Um, get a petty on Medicare. Just find... Whatever works for you when you can find yourself, when you can collect yourself and get back in that positive place that you're struggling to find in that moment because everybody goes through it. I don't care what nobody's saying. Um, number 10, stumble toward success. Um, I, I, I read it once where it says success is stumbling from failure to failure with loss of enthusiasm. So, present perseverance gives you the ability to face any difficult situation any challenge any setback without being defeated it's for me i feel it's better to have a lifetime full of small failures that you learn from rather than one big huge regret of i never tried it i never did it i just didn't worry about it oh i just i, I just didn't that's the regret so, if I fail, at least I know I tried. So, find solutions. Everybody that know me know I got to have a plan B. I got to be able to figure something out. Because that's my key word. I always say, well, I'll figure it out. That's my solution. Because there will always be problems. Every business, every job, life, family has complications. And any endeavor has endeavor, endeavor has hurdles but if you can learn to focus 90% of the time on solutions you know working through it and only 10% on the problem shit you'll be able to respond quickly effectively sufficiently instead of spinning your wheels like what am I gonna do I'm gonna do this oh my god because I get like that too sometimes 
So, um, number 12, be grateful. And that's something I stay on my daughter about because I feel like sometimes she's very ungrateful and I just want to smack her across her head or just take her and just shake the shit out of her. I do. And in the business of your busy life, when you at work, with school, we neglect many of the basic concepts of recognition, but gratitude gives us fortitude. You know, gratitude can transform any common day into a Thanksgiving day and turn routine jobs onto joy and change ordinary opportunities into something we can, we get grateful about, we can appreciate, you know, we get joy from, you know. Brace yourself for the storms because there will be some. Adversity is inevitable. Um, be as well prepared as you can so you can fight them with the strength and push through with all your might to the end. Um, define your moments. Um, for me, when I find myself doubting how far I can go, I always reflect on how far I have gone. I, I try to give myself credit for everything that I have faced, for the battles, you know, the scars, all that shit, for the fears that I've overcome, um, because I feel like I earned that. And I don't, what I, some people that try to be spiteful, they always say, oh, you're a victim. Oh, you bring it about when you were a victim. That's because you're not hearing me, you know? So, you know, define your moments. And my last, but definitely not least, make it an everyday pursuit. Most mental strength is built and demonstrated not in exceptional circumstances, but in your day-to-day -day of life and in, in in leadership. Um, positivity, preparation, discipline, focus, um, your willingness, and a long view will all serve you as well as myself well. So practice that mental toughness and you'll soon, you, you'll be able, you'll be amazed at how strong you've become. Um, so those are my 15 keys. Um, to being mentally strong. And I'm telling you, it works. Now, when I get so consumed with everybody else and I lose focus of me and I don't take that time to breathe, to relax, to relate, to release, none of that stuff, oh my God, I am tense. I'm snappy. Like, yeah, it's, it's not good. And so when I constantly do it and I constantly do it like, extremely stressed and I'm overwhelmed and I'm not relaxing I don't feel myself I don't feel good and I can't explain to people why I feel the way I feel I always say I just I just don't like how I feel that's what I always say I don't I just don't like how I feel and I mean what's wrong with you well, why are you I can't explain it to someone how I feel I just know that that's not how I function positively and that's not how I can accomplish things when I feel like that. So once I take that time to myself and reflect slowly and gradually, I, I could put things together and get it together. That works for me. I'm just saying. Um, 
And I had one more question that I wanted to add to my Q&A. And I get this, I get asked this all the time. Um, but they wanted me to get a little bit more in depth with it. So I'm not really going to do all that. But I will answer the question. It said um, from Joshua, what makes a relationship last long? My relationship is going to kill me. And I'm at the point where I do not know what makes a relationship last because I'm constantly told that I'm selfish. And then it's, it's long, so I'm not going to read all of what they said. But I'm going to say, off the top, men, women, women, men, a ton of sex. Now, some people don't like to admit it, but sex is important. It's the one very important part of a relationship is not the main part of the relationship but it's a very important part of a relationship now you might notice that issues or a lack of connection in a relationship it happens at the same time as periods where sexual intimacy or few and far between everybody go through it i know it but when we are sexually satisfied we are able to tolerate a lot more in relationships um because it's more of our basic necessary needs as people, as partners, as, you know, men and women, girlfriends and boyfriends, husband and wives. Um, and then knowing how to argue. Because I think when people are able to argue well um, is essential. Because you need to be able to trust one another enough to feel comfortable Saying the ugly side of you. Showing the ugly side of you. For example, you should be able to get in an argument with your significant other and trust that they won't go to social media and write a post about your argument or get you in front of somebody and throw up to, to in front of them what you said about you. Or y'all get in an argument a month later and they shouldn't throw up what they said, what you said that's ugly. I'm just saying. Um, that's just that's just how I feel about it. Um, number three, and the reason I say that is because I had arguments, and it's things that hurting me to my core. And I've said things to a person, and they turned around, they threw that shit back up in my face, and I felt that wound be open. It was like reopen, and then I had to accept the fact that. This person do not see me for me and do not respect me the way I deserve to be respected. And not only that, this person don't love me the way I should be loved. Because I feel like there's no way a man or woman should cut one another just to say I won that argument. It shouldn't be that way. And if a woman or a man is comfortable enough with you to tell you they're most ugly in the eyes of other people. How dare you use that against them? How dare you throw that back up? How dare you use that to say, now I don't trust you. Oh, now it seems shady what you're doing. Oh, now it seems like you might want to go backwards. I can't stand that when a person does that. I can't. Mm -mm. Nope, ain't going to do it. Um, number three, more investments. In my experience... There needs to be 
an ample amount of investment into relationship from both of you. Um, the more you put into something, the more obligated you feel to stay committed to it. But when I say invest in it, I'm talking about positive. Not no like ultimatums or I don't have no other choice or I guess I'm going to do this like positive investment. Um, number three, number four, make it a freaking priority. The relationship will, will crumble if, if it isn't made a priority from both parties. I've learned this in, in relationships. A relationship isn't something you just have on the side and expect it to function well on its own. It just ain't, it's just not going to happen. Much like you and I would take care of a newborn child, you, you have to dedicate time specifically for that relationship. Spending quality time together, checking in, um, sending nice text messages, just doing nice gestures. Um, surprise good gifts um, I love you just doing nice things for one another finding ways to build and grow as a unit um, just things of that nature um, then there's lack of growth um, relationships can go stall when there's a, a lack of forward progress it gets boring you know you can't expect to have a long lasting exciting fun relationship if all you do every day is just sit on the couch and watch Netflix. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's important to make efforts to grow as people together. And to me, I, it's simple. It's just simple. It's just as simple as taking a class to learn a new skill. Like if you wanted to learn how to, to paint or podcast or a new language. Learning a new language is kind of hard for me. But that's just my opinion. Um, so, yeah. I hope that helps. Um, and also, people have asked me what makes husbands happy in relationship, blowjobs. And I'm not being fictitious or, or fictitious or what, however you want to say the word. Because I get it a lot, but I can't freaking pronounce it. Um, people always say that to me, like, oh, you're facetious. Oh, you've been, oh, but, uh, but anyway, there are many long answers, and I'm sure they contain a great deal of wisdom. I'm just being honest. But men are actually pretty simple creatures and stupid in many ways. And they would like their wives and their girlfriends to be very sexually open with them. And they would like them to like sex and to tell them that they like sex. And they would like them to have sex with them. There are other qualities that help keep a marriage and relationship happy. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, like when you have a, a kind spirit and consideration for others' feelings and, you know, things of that nature. But great sex will make for many, many other pieces missing. And no matter how many other great aspects there are to a marriage and in a relationship, that husband, that boyfriend, whatever, will always suffer if there's no good sex. I'm, I'm just saying. Um, also, back to what makes a relationship last long. Um, I'm going to tell you what will kill that relationship. When there's no acceptance. If you don't accept your partner... And you try to change them. And even if your intentions are pure and you're trying to change someone, um, 
someone that don't work. It leads to resentment and frustration. And yes, a solo date with three tubs of freaking ice cream. I'm just saying. Lack of trust. If you can't comfortably leave your partner with the most attractive and interesting annoying or not annoying person on the planet, then you don't trust them. And without trust, you'll say and do crazy things that will destroy your relationship and you will look like a damn stupid ass fool. Just saying. Poor communication. If you cannot communicate well with your partner when you're frustrated out of your mind, then your relationship will not last long point blank and the period and as a general rule i feel this be open be calm be honest and try to be understanding always no excuses accept trust communicate a long and healthy and joyful relationship well you you be happy you know you'll be happy okay i'm going back to uh the question that was asked to me earlier uh why do my in-laws interfere in my life why do they want me to change oh no that wasn't the question i didn't ask that question my bad <laughs> i'm running ahead um oh no i did ask this question this is the question why do my in-laws interfere in my life why do they want me to change myself for them? My mother-in-law never loved me as a mother since the day I entered her home. She humiliates me and searches a topic to fight when my partner has his holiday. Um, like I said earlier, because you said since the day I entered her home, therein, my dear, that's, like I said, that's your problem, her house. You're living in her house, on her turf, under her roof. You're married to her son. Her, 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 her. Get it? You get it? Ding, 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 ding. It's all about her, darling. Many mothers in Los there no one is good enough for their sons. If you ever want to live happily with you and your husband, you need to move out of their place and have your own place she will never ever never ever never 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 relationships because you know they're mama boys and shit of that nature and I can't stand mama boys I'm just saying it's a difference between you loving your mama and your mama loving you and you being a mama boy mm -mm, I can't no mm -mm, I ain't got time for that um where the mother always controls their son's life even when they're old men I mean it's freaking ridiculous it it really is you need to speak to your husband about his parents home uh, otherwise they would be mean and disrespectful to you forever and you will constantly be in your marital business they will constantly be in your marital business all your lives and I know you don't want that and when when my in-laws used to visit all I could do 
um, it was just smile. Like they weren't, they were never mean to me. And I would go to their house and visit them, and they were never mean. They were, they were really, really nice people. Um, I never once, I never once um, slept at in the same bed at my mother-in-law house, and not even at my mom's house with my husband. I never once did that. I just felt like, you know, there's just some things you don't do, and that's one of the things you didn't do. And I didn't care if you were married. I just don't, no, I don't believe in that. That's just how I feel. Um, when I stayed with people, people as if I was just living from house to house. But when I was living under somebody else's roof, I didn't invite companies to their house. I just felt like you, it's just things you don't do. I just don't, I don't agree with that. I don't believe in that. Um, but if you want your marriage to work, baby, I don't care if it's no more than an apartment. You need to get your ass out of that woman's house with your husband. If you want your marriage to last, boo-boo, and get y'all shit together under your own roof. Because it makes no sense to have beef with your husband and your husband, mama, and his daddy. Ain't no damn way. Because guess what? That is not a you and him marriage. That's a us and a y'all in our marriage. And when you got a us and a our and a y'all marriage, you don't have a marriage, baby. You just have a situation. And I'm not saying that to be ugly. I'm being honest. That's just like when people have close relationship with family members. And every time you turn around, the family members in your business. I will quickly tell you, no, ma'am, I don't even think I asked you. And I don't even care what you got to say. Or I would just look at them like they stupid. And they would be looking at me like this motherfucker's stupid. But I'm looking at them like, yeah, bitch, you stupid. But they looking at me like I'm stupid. But the reality is they ass stupid. How you going to come in my business and tell me about my business when I ain't even asked you to give me nothing about what you think or feel about my business? That ain't none of your damn business. Mind your business and stay out of my business. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Bye. That's what you need to do. Get your own shit. Get it from under her roof. Because that's the biggest mistake you made. And you can fix it, baby. If you want your marriage, you can fix it. And if your husband want to go to his mama house, send his ass on to his mama house. You ain't got to go. See, when you get mad, you can't even leave and be like, I'm going to my house. Fuck this. You can't even do that. Your house is in her house. Well, it ain't your house. It's her house. I mean, your, it ain't even your room. Technically, you're homeless because it's not yours. I <laughs> mean, you get the gist. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be funny and ugly. But if you want your marriage and you want your, to, to not kill your mother-in-law or not have your husband divorce you because of your mother-in-law and your father-in-law, get your apartment, get your house, whatever. Because I know people want to save money and they want this idea home. And I want my house built from the grown-up. Baby, you ain't going to have that house. Y'all gonna give a divorce before the house even built. Walk away. Find your place. You'll feel better. I promise you, you will feel better. That is it. I'm not going any further. I hope that I helped. I wasn't making fun in a negative way, but sometimes I say stupid stuff and I have to laugh at my own stuff because like I say all the time, I'm like an introvert. 
<laughs> yes, I laugh at my own self. And people that laugh at me and, you know, they think that they're cracking jokes about me, even when I mispronounce shit on Anchor or I say crazy shit on Anchor, I say because I want to. I talk the way I talk because I choose to. I can go back and record this shit 50,000 times and hope that that 50,000 times that he is going to upload. I'm not doing that. I ain't perfect. And she, me, her, I ain't finna pretend. Oh, my God. Yes, of course. Sure. Dear. Mm, pardon you. <laughs> I am appalled. I'm not finna do that fake ass shit. My face will get stuck with the fake smile. I'm not doing it. I'm, a, I'm me. And I'm gonna be me to the day I die. I ain't finna pretend that I give two shits that Trump gave pardon this woman i don't think she should have been in jail for for that type of crime for a life sentence i think that's the stupidest shit in the world that's just my opinion i'm sticking to it but i ain't gonna say oh i'm so proud of trump i the motherfucker just want to do shit thinking that he's gonna show former president obama up because you should need somebody as a, a Kim Kardashian West of the fucking world that's going to use anything she does to benefit or, or shall I say, uh, use for her efforts. Because she's going to get something out of it. Trust and believe that one. So you should need Kim them to come and talk to you to pardon this woman. That makes no sense to me at all. That's stupid. Oh, everybody hating on Yeezy. So, you know, I'm going I'm to pardon this woman so Yeezy can get his music sales. And so he can still blow money. And then I'm going to get all these black people to come over to my side because black people are stupid. Because that's basically what, what, to me, I just feel like that's what all of this is about. And my thing is this. This is another thing. Right? Kim body ain't even real. So you want me to believe that her being so concerned about this woman that's been in prison all these years for no reason and didn't do like I mean she she changed her life and she's a productive inmate and she's worked hard to be better out of all these people. You pick that person. Out of all these people. You pick that person because she's a grandmother. How many women in jail are grandmothers? How many? How many women are in jail because of their sons who did stupid ass shit and they held the, the mothers responsible for it and they got grandkids? How many? Now, it was a good gesture. So I'll give you kudos for that one. Okay? I'm going to give you kudos for that one. But I'm not going to pretend that I'm a Trump supporter. I ain't finna get on here and say, you know what? I think I'm gonna go buy Yeezy new album. I think I'm gonna do it. Yes. I think I'm gonna go to iTunes and I'm gonna just hit that and I'm gonna like, yeah, I'm gonna download that. No, I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Because that is my choice. I have a choice whether or not I wanna buy Yeezy's album. And I have a choice whether or not I want to believe the bullshit that Trump and Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and them of the world keep spitting out of their mouth. I have a choice. You know, just like slavery and all that shit. Yeah, I have a choice. So I choose to not support. 
But I'm congratulations to the lady. I hope everything works out for her. And I do hope that once she gets out of prison, that she's able to actually have a life, a good life, or, or at least a successful, productive life to where she's happy and she can have a job and she can actually hold a job. And that criminal record is not used or held against her because of that. I do wish her well for that. I am happy for her because I think when you send people to jail for drug crimes and they're not even dangerous. Like, just saying that somebody had a life sentence behind drugs is just crazy to me. Like, I don't understand that. But that's just my opinion. Some people feel like anything that a person do, if you commit a crime, your ass should be in jail. Maybe so. I don't know. You have a right to your opinion. I can't tell you what to think and what not to think. So with that being said, these are my opinions. This is my podcast. This is how I feel. This is my thoughts and I'm sticking to it. You either like or don't like. That's completely up to you. In the meantime, stay true to yourself. Do not allow anyone to dictate who and what you are, especially dumbass thoughts. Um, Continue to push forward. Continue to be encouraged. Always work hard to be better each day than you were the day before. Continue to push love. When they push negativity, you push love and not hate. Remember to live, love, and laugh. You only have one life. So let your family and friends know today that you love them. You are there for them. You got them because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Allow God to be God. And again, thank you for your time, for your patience. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. God bless. Peace.